In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, I cautiously open a present from a listener live on the air. We share a new fun game matching listener questions to famous musical acts, and we dip into the co-video mailbag with a question from Matt, who joins the sales game mid-career and asks us for the best advice for a late-start salesperson. Welcome back, everybody, to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest-running sales training podcast in podcast history. My name is Brian Neal. Me, Bill Kasky. We are thankful that you're here. Every Monday, we come to you. Sometime, when do we release? Like 6 in the morning, something like that? 1 in the morning? 1 in the morning? Is it really? So I wonder if there are people sitting at their phones, mm-hmm. their devices, mm-hmm. just waiting for the Advanced Selling Podcast episode to release. I'm sure they are. Your buddy from Somewhere. Aruba probably is. He is. We still haven't found that guy. Maybe we found him by now. I don't know. Uh, so we're glad you're here. Uh, we go on the road. So this is very important that you know. So we're on the road uh, frequently doing sales meetings, launch meetings, sales kickoffs, those sorts of things. If you'd like us to talk to you about coming up, I'm doing a th- I'm doing a twofer in Cleveland, Bill, coming Are up really? a twofer with podcast listeners. Send us an email, listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Just put come see us in the uh, little subject line. Yeah. Uh, we also have a forum. Is the forum still live? We have a forum yeah, there's still a forum on, on, on the website. Yeah, it's got a little some questions. Yeah, ask uh, you some questions. So if you go to the website and find that, the yeah. come see us button, that'd be good. No. Uh, okay, so I have a uh, what looks like a gift in front of us. It says what's it called? Unpackaging? Extremely unwrapping? Urgent. What's it called on YouTube? FedEx? Unwrapping? When you have unwrapping? It, unwrapping? We're going to... Unboxing. Unboxing. Yeah, here we so go. So I don't know who this is from. It's addressed to Bill and Brian. Uh, for the advanced selling podcast, what I don't know, and the reason I think Bill's having me open it is in case it's an angry listener, mm-hmm. and this is some sort of bad package or a um, some white powdery substance. We will put this on the advanced selling yeah. podcast I don't even know this LinkedIn is from. group too. It's from Rashawn Richards. You got yourself a book. Oh well, thank you. Make yourself clear how to use a teaching mindset to listen, so, understand, and explain everything and be understood. Oh. Make yourself clear. Now, my question is, is this a hint? Mm-hmm. Are they trying to tell us that our 17 minutes... <laughs> Could be done in not, five. Exactly. We're not very good at communicating this. I'm seeing nothing here that's suspicious. Okay. So I think we're clean. No, it's good. It's very so nice. So who's it by? We, we, we haven't, by, we're uh, not plugging this because we haven't no, we read it. No, we just opened it, up so, presents. Uh, just so if you want to send us presents, we'll yeah. open presents and swag and stuff like Cover that. Cover a little. This is by Rashawn Richards okay. and Stephen Valentine. All right. Awesome. Rashawn Richards and Stephen. Thank you very much for this. It looks like and it's not even out yet. I think yeah, it's just, might be, uh, might yeah, be the first copy. copies. Oh, maybe we're influencers. Yeah, we could maybe be. Maybe it's like influencer marketing. It's really, really nice. Could be. I like. Thanks, guys. Good well, deal. It wasn't anything dangerous. So before we get into our topic today, which is a voice memo from a listener, we've been off this track a little bit. In January and February, we were we were into our listener voicemails, and uh, we haven't done that for a couple months. So we're going, going to go back at it today. Yep. But first, I wanted to know this. Are you skipping lunch so you have time to complete all of the calls, emails, texts, and other sales touches you need to build your sales pipeline? Everybody's building their sales pipeline. Well, Outreach.io is a solution for you. Sales engagement platform supports sales reps and managers by making it simple to humanize and personalize communication at scale, automates the soul-sucking manual work, and dramatically increases the productivity of all revenue-generating teams. I want you to check them out. Just go to Outreach.io slash ASP to chat with them and receive a free copy of their new book. That's outreach.io forward slash ASP. Very good. So we have a listener 
who has sent us a high-quality audio question we're going to listen to and then comment on. All right, here it goes. Hello, Bill and Brian. This is Mike in Little Rock, Arkansas. I found your podcast a few weeks ago and have really enjoyed the information that you guys are providing. Um, I spent over 20 years in the telecom industry across many different roles from a business analyst to customer service support, customer service management, marketing, product management, financial planning, and business intelligence. Following a layoff about a year ago, I recently found myself with a new company in a completely new role, uh, business development slash solutions architect for a small telecom and managed service provider here in Little Rock. What advice do you have for a 44-year-old first-time B2B salesperson? Any guidance would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, gentlemen. Great job, man, on the audio quality. And uh, your uh, voice reminded us of another wonderful, beautiful voice that we all know. Let's take a listen. I've heard people <laughs> say that <laughs> too much of anything is not good for you, man. Hey, sing it, baby. But... I don't know about that. That's the unforgettable Barry White. We sound it, Matt. We think you are the Barry White of advanced selling podcast listeners, and that's full on compliment. Yeah, it is wonderful. You know, velvety voice, velvety smooth. I I listen to a lot of seventies and eighties, you know, oldies stations. And there's, I can turn off a lot of that music. Like if a song comes on, I'm kind of tired of it. I never turn off Barry White. You (laughs) You have to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so good across the board. The talking. You know, the bring in part and so good. Oh, thanks, Matt, for your question. We've got, uh, Ryan and I went through this and uh, studied it for a bit. And we have three suggestions each that we want to give to you. So if you're listening, get your pen, your pencil, your paper, whatever, your number two is I like, and start writing. Or your iPod, iPad, iPod, all the above. Mm -hmm. I just can't get Barry White out of my mind now. I just think of Barry White going through the drive through, (laughs) Chick fil A. Yeah, like a uh, six-piece, nuggets, large fries, have a large diet lemonade. (laughs) Okay, let's go. Number one. And this is interesting because he's later in career, correct? Yeah, usually we do these for younger people, but this is good. I think it's really good. We've never really had someone who's later in career move into sales first time. It's kind of like, you know, people have become first-time parents in their 40s. It should be unique, kind of, you know, different things. But I think we're going to see more of that because there are a lot of sales positions that are open right now, and they don't want to bring in maybe a 22 or a 23-year-old, or they just can't find them. So they're going to someone who has a lot of industry experience, but maybe hasn't had sales experience, bringing them in and teaching them. So this is a common thing today. Very, very, very. Okay. I got three things written down here for advice for a later in career salesperson. Would you like me to go go first? Go first. Numero uno. I'm going to do the whole thing in Spanish. Not really. Good. Uh, Number one. Listen, this is interesting. Leverage what you know, but in big bold letters I put with nothing to prove. So leverage what you know with nothing to prove. I think one of the things that occurs when you go into something later in life is you do have lots of knowledge to lean on. And because you're in shaky ground, you're in a new place where you haven't been before, sometimes the intention to come improve yourself comes over you. So I'd have you, Matt, think about leveraging all the knowledge that you have and all the different business functions you've been involved with over your 20, 22, 23-year career. Just be sure it doesn't turn into you proving yourself or proving something. Just let that occur naturally and let your uh, experience um, kind of be the, the guide for you, the northern light, if you will. Mm-hmm. But don't set yourself out to prove anything. 
Who was it that we either had on our show once, or maybe you and I knew him or her, who said that when we feel vulnerable in life, we tend to clutch onto things. We tend to grasp anything we can. And it's like when we're in quicksand, the more we grasp, the quicker down we fall. And I think that's the case when you're starting out in sales, especially somebody like Matt, who's got a lot of experiences. We tend to clutch onto all that stuff that we know, all that knowledge, and that's not what we should be clutching onto. No, not and at so, all. So uh, it can it can harm. So I love that advice, Brian. It's good, good. Thank you. Here's one that kind of fits in with this one, and that is be a master questioner and assessor. Mm. And with all of your experience, and I, this is goes for anybody who has experience in a in a uh, company or an industry like Matt does. Get good at understanding the dilemmas that customers have. You don't have to worry about, am I a good salesperson? Am I, am I a gregarious enough or enthusiastic? Forget about all that crap. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If you are a master at assessing problems and even grab a, you know, grab uh, the first 20 questions you would ask somebody and just write them down and turn them into a little. 11 by 17 folded document where you can say, this is the process I go through when I first meet somebody. These are 20 questions that I will need answers to at some point. Do you want to go through the process? Yeah, sure. Okay, well, let's start. And you become a master qualifier because you understand their circumstances and their pain. That's really, really great. And my guess is, Matt, you're already pretty good at that. And exactly. let that come out, right? Yeah. That's really good. Hey, Bill, before I go on to my next suggestion, have you ever sent a sales proposal and wondered if your prospect even saw it? My answer is yep. Well, with PandaDoc, you'll no longer be left in the dark. PandaDoc can help you create, send, e-sign, and even track every proposal you send. Their detailed document tracking allows you to see where deals are stuck by telling you how long your recipient spent on each page of your proposal. You can try PandaDoc for free for 14 days at pandadoc.com slash ASP. And while you're there, download your free copy of Elements of a Winning Sales Proposal. That's pandadoc, P-A-N-D-A-D-O-C.com slash ASP. Okay, number two for me, for the late start new in salesperson, is more heart, less head. More heart, less head. What I mean by that is you've got so much knowledge built up in your mind your default's going to be to lean on that intellectual knowledge. And so the advice I'm going to give to you, and in some of the roles you've been in, it sounds like they may have been All technical in nature, right? All Operational, technical, and that sort yeah. of thing. Really make sure you open up the heart part of selling, which is the connection with people, empathy, understanding points of view, um, trying to feel what other people feel, stuff like that, um, coupled with your intellectual knowledge will take you a long, long way in this game. And what you'll see is people will... They'll, they'll justify decisions with the intellectual stuff, but they will make the decisions with their heart, with their emotions. So you have to play to both sides of that coin. And it's uh, tempting sometimes when you have all this intellectual and operational knowledge to just stay in that kind of prove it with data section. Yeah. And so yeah. be sure you let some heart in over your head. No one likes a know-it-all. No, no. Did you no. gather from his voice other than the resemblance to Barry White. Did you gather from his voice <laughs> that he was an intellectual kind of thinker? Uh, yes. I did too. Yes. Especially the job, the roles that yes. he's had. Yeah. But also just the way he delivered that it felt to me very intellectual. I can yes. tell he's a smart process person, very process oriented. I agree. And so the danger of that is it becomes all about process and yes. knowledge and data. Yep. And it can't be because yes. like Brian said, 
a high percentage of the decision dimension is from emotional, yep. the emotional language. And so you've got to kind of work on that. Yep. Here's something that I is a, is a little bit advanced, but I think you'd get a kick out of it, Mr. Matt. And that is, I want you to find somebody in your sphere who can interview you. And I want them to ask you 10 questions. And I want you to tell them what the questions are. So, uh, you might say one of the questions is, Matt, you know, tell me a little bit about your background. One of the questions might be, what are some mistakes that you see people make when they buy telecom? Another one might be, what's one coming trend that maybe nobody knows about that you know about because you've seen it from the inside? Whatever those 10 questions are, have it video recorded with a good microphone, good quality microphone like we have here at ASP Studios. <laughs> good video. The interviewer does not have to be in the shot. They, you, they can ask you the question, and they might even come up with some follow-up questions to help clarify points if you're not clear. Then you take those 10 videos, you clip them up, and you can use them on your LinkedIn page. Really great. So now when somebody goes to your LinkedIn page because you're going over to see them, to visit them, you've got an appointment, and they go to check you out, they'll see all these videos there on your profile page, and they will get to know you before you even show up. And they'll get to know what you know. Let's see, how do I say it? They get to know what you know, not just who you are. And so then you can skip a lot of that data stuff because they will feel very comfortable with you in their presence because they feel like they already know you based on the videos. So that, actually, that goes for anybody, but especially somebody who has has the gift of, of gab when it comes to talking about technical issues and financial issues. That would be awesome for you. That is such good advice, Matt. You don't need to listen any further. I'm telling you. You do that, you'll stand, you'll you'll be so far ahead of the whole game by doing that. What's great about it is because you have all this other knowledge. I think that lends itself to someone like this that's been in the business for twenty years. If you've been in the business Man. six months. You can't you can't do Oof. this. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Just saying. All right, uh, my last one here, and you've already done this. You've already demonstrated this. I'm going to encourage you to do it more. And I'm, I wrote down here B23 again, B23 again, because you said I think you mentioned he was 44. You got to go back. Now, not all everything maybe that came with being 23, not all of it, not the crazy parties and stuff like that, but go back and be 23. What you've impressed me with is you found a podcast and you're trying to feed yourself on your own knowledge that will make you better at this new gig you're in. Mm -hmm. So I'd highly encourage you to keep doing things like that. When I say be 23 again, get involved in the things that that part of the economy is doing. So it's the social media stuff. Get okay on Instagram, understand listening to podcasts on a regular basis, all that sort of stuff. And also the freshness of your brain when you're 23. We all go back. And if there's one thing we all learn when we get older is we don't know anything, I think. I'll speak to myself. I don't know anything. So I'm like, okay, someone asked me about how long is the training program. I'm like, you know, I'm in year 49 of a 100-year training program. It just never stops. So be that way. Go back with your fresh brain. Be curious. Forget what you know. Try to suck it all in. See it differently. And stay in that fresh fresh part of your uh, mind. See if you can go back and channel it. And that's fun, too. Someday we should do an episode on the concept of I don't know. Mm. You know, we propose and we suggest that when you first go into a prospect, you you be of a mind that you don't know. You don't know if you can help. You don't know what they do. You, yeah. don't, you don't know. And yet in life, sometimes I think we become certain about things. Well, yeah. do you have a do you have a plan for tomorrow, Brian? Yeah, I know yeah. what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. <laughs> and I always feel like, no, you don't. You have no idea because no. you don't know if tomorrow's even going to come or not. You don't. No. 
I only had one more, and that yeah. we've already talked about that. And that's bring your best gifts. Yeah. Don't try to don't try to learn the gift of sales until you use the gifts you already have, which is in financial analysis, technical expertise, assessing some of the stuff that Brian talked about. But uh, that I would say that's the sixth best one. I think there were four or five others that were better than that. So. I love it. I love it. Good stuff, Matt. Love your voice, dude. Love the fact that you found the podcast. Love you to send us an audio. Encourage all of you to do the same thing. We're going to be doing this about once a month, so we'll put a shout-out to you to say, hey, it's time. But you can start to submit now. Uh, listener at com. Send us an email and just put a high-quality audio. I love it if people uh, imitated their favorite singer. Like yeah, I we should do, that should be the so gig. You, you, you send in, oh my god, you send in the audio. We'll match you up <laughs> with the. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. 